warning for explicit content. If you don't like what you hear, find another podcast, bitches. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. This is El Negro. Breathe, Negroes. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Well, welcome back to Don't Be Alarmed. We're Negroes. Hey, we have a great show for you today. The clubhouse is full, and we have a special guest returning back with us, and he's been real, real busy. So we're going to have a good time here. Um, we have our normal cast of uh, clubhousers in the building, um, whatever you want to call them. You guys had uh, a lot of things to say about us last week. So uh, let's get to the introductions. Uh, we'll go to uh, our guy in Enid. Um, they say he's the new black cowboy out there. Uh, we got Marcus Darling in the building. Yeah, that's right. You saw me. You saw me honky tonking, huh? Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> he was at the honky tonk. Was wild up in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's happening, y'all? Good. Glad to have you. Uh, we got our guy in San Diego. Uh, the man might be in love. We don't know, but uh, we got Booger. Because I'm drooling. What up, Bug? What's going on, fam? You putting a lot on that that mic right there. <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. Sorry, my fault. <laughs> putting a lot on that mic. Uh, he nervous though. Yeah, I'm a grown ass man, bro. I don't get nervous. <laughs> we we got our guy, the commish. Y'all are traveling. Oh yeah, y'all are traveling together though. Wow. I only get nervous. They say they're pregnant, but I've been fixed, so I know they're lying. Um. <laughs> uh, Thank you for that. Um, with that, <laughs> we uh, we got the commission in the building. Hard Knock Slice is about to start up. We got Money Mike in the building. Money Mike, player, how you doing? All right, then. Don't squeeze hard. What's happening, Mike D? What's up, fellas? How you doing? Good to see you. Weather is great. Time to play some golf. Uh-oh. I like it. Uh, and then we got our guy, the returning champ of the Hard Knock Slice. Uh, the guy in the full button up, uh, he's ready to go. We got Mr. Awawa in the building. What's happening, Ali? Hey, I, I still hate you, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, fellas? What's up? What's up? What's up? It's good seeing y'all. What up, Ali? Right on. And then we got our guy. Sugar free, he's Russell Wilson's stunt double. Some people call him Reggie the Barge himself. What's happening, Reg? Bringing beige back again, man. You know, <laughs> come on. Every week, Reggie, every you have to left, brother. Come on, now. right? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> no. We just have to. We the thing is, we have to remind these dark skinned folks often that we're still here. Kiss my like ass, Prince with the ass showing in his pants. Oh. That kind of still here. Yo, see. No, what? Whoa, see that, that light skin. Michael Jackson giving Jesus juice and bubbles kisses. That kind of likes. Well, hey man, there's a limit. <laughs> there's a limit, y'all. Hey man, y'all saw the Chappelle show. We give some folks back. 
<laughs> and Mike was a hybrid, so let's not get. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and y'all still living off of El Debar- El Debar's days. Come on Why now. Not? Why they, not, man? They had Al B. Sure too. <laughs> hey, go, hey, play some El Debar. See what happened. Yeah. True. <laughs> and then we got our guy. If you want to know anything about fashion, cigars, traveling, golf history, all of the above, it is there. Um, we've got our guy, Ty himself, in the building. What's happening, Ty? What's good? How you doing, family? Look, glad to be back. It's been, I think, a year and a half. Yeah. It's been a long time. A lot's happened since then, but uh, glad to be back in the uh, in the building for sure. Nice. Well, now let's get to it, Suge. We have a great show packed full of things. Uh, What are we what are we talking about today? As always, man, we're going to get into this golf news of the week. We'll get into last week's. We got a couple of tournaments here. We got the Mexican Open at Vedanta and uh, uh, Santa Tosa. And then we got this week's, uh, we got a couple of tournaments here in the ladies, the LPGA, um, the Hanwha Life Plus. Um, and then we also got the Wells Fargo Championship um, for the PGA. And then the L, the Liv has got a, no, they're off this week. So yep. uh, we'll, we'll talk about some tournaments coming up. And then um, we're going to talk about uh, our whole 19. We're going to get all uh, caught up with Ty, man. It's all devoted to Ty. We want to hear what's going on, brother, and all the things you're doing and, uh, we're interested in that, man. So um, looking forward to that part of the conversation. We'll get into our weekly segment, uh, What Are We Hating On? And then we got a, a new gigging golf song of the week for you by my man Conway. So um, let's get into that golf news of the week. All right. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. Hey, man, I read this story. It's out there. So... I could actually I couldn't believe it. So on Golf Digest, there was a golfer arrested for allegedly uh, beating someone uh, because they walked across their path or whatever. Have you guys ever been that heated that you guys wanted to get that busy on somebody? Not like that. Once, <laughs> once. I want no golf club. <laughs> with a couple. Not with a golf club. I said, no, but, uh, I mean, this was a full golf club. Yeah. You know, this, yeah. The BOYZs did but it back that, in Denver. It was in Florida. You know, Florida is different. This is Florida got some different people out there. It's, <laughs> look, Florida, we do things look different. You probably actually saw also a, re- a video this week of a bunch of guys on a hole, and they were just, it was like eight guys just going at it. Yeah. Yep. I, I saw that one too. Yeah. yeah. That was Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> did they say what they were fighting? Well, did they have the what was a cause? There was a cause for anything. Uh, no one cared. It was beers. Nah, and it wow. was just you just gonna do the video on the side. You just giggling. With a camera on. But uh, no, I've never been. I played golf a lot of places. Guys dropping clubs and walking in your path, and um, you know, if you if it's that serious, then you know to find another sport. I mean, golf is not that serious. No doubt. I, it, it's happened maybe once to me, and only because where we played at Mount Woodson's Target Golf, and you couldn't see if anybody was over the ridge, and somebody had hit, 
and they was waiting when we came up and was talking shit, but he didn't know you white dude, four black dudes in the cart, and all of us ain't proper. So he started talking shit, and we all got out the cart. I was like, who the fuck you talking to? He's like, oh, no, no, I just want to tell y'all you need to yell four. I'm like, okay, your tone changed a little bit now, bruh. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, that chest a little bit, get in your cart and get with your boy and go ahead and leave. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I, who knows the circumstances, man, you know, but I don't, I don't know if it was worth, you know, I mean, this dude that suffered, what, a broken jaw, broken ribs, and like lost part of his ear and shit mm-hmm. over golf. Yeah. It wasn't even another golfer. It was just somebody That's what hiking on the car path. Yeah. Maybe they lived in the, na- maybe they mm-hmm. lived on the course. It's not that serious. Uh, and we I mean, say that now because we older, but don't act like we ain't all been in the fights in the clubs over something stupid. <laughs> yeah, but we've been drinking. Well, I guess we do drink on the golf course too. But I can close a different story. So yeah, I, I would, I would go out on a limb and say, well, it had to be alcohol. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. That's and Florida. egos, Bruce alcohol, egos. cocaine, and meth. They didn't give up much more. You know, I don't, it's hard to believe a guy just attacked him. So it was. It, Probably provoked lightly, and the alcohol made it seem more mm-hmm. than what it was. They probably went on for a minute, and then that dude just lost it. Yeah, be my guess. Yeah. Well, still sad though. That's fucked up. It is. Good luck to him. I don't know what Maybe to say. He's a Knicks fan, and, and he told her, "Do you lucky that your team is getting lucky?" Which really <laughs> wow. <laughs> he got mad. Shots fired. Some left field shit right now. Yeah, he's shooting. <laughs> No. How them Bulls doing in the playoffs? Wow. That was that was one wrong. That was wrong. Yeah. He ain't talking about my Knicks. Don't start now. Won't be none. We gonna keep it. <laughs> we, got, we booked y'all some rooms. <laughs> but you've been there for a while now. <laughs> yeah. You wasting time. And matter of fact, is, is, the, is the Bulls even your team, or you uh you a OKC fan now? Who you? You know you live out there. No, I can never. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna rental. This is a rental. Yeah. Okay, see the Cowboys. I'm on a project. <laughs> wow. Um. So, in other news, uh, Tiger and Joe split. So, uh, Tiger told his caddy, "Hey, man, go out and get your bread." Amen. Uh, you know we had a good ride. Um, but uh, you can go. You have my blessing to go be on the bat for Patrick Cantillay. So what say you about Tiger? I know, Booger, I know what you're going to say. What are you going to say, Boog, about Tiger? He need to split, too. Let it go. Let it go. I'm, I'm sad to say the same thing. I'm Let tired. it go. I'm tired of hearing about Tiger Woods. I'm tired of it. Ups and downs. Uh, I'm over it. I'm your over body it. can take so much, and your mind's taking more than it should. So let he's it go. Put, he's, he's, he's put his heart and soul in that game, and he's got a lot out of it. And I enjoy watching his career. The best ever arguably the best ever uh i'm tired of hearing about him now there's nothing else to give you gave all your all you're good bro <laughs> but let's be fair i mean tiger's not playing in not any events and so joe needs to get reps so if he needs to get as a looper you make money on how many golf tournaments your actual your pro is playing in so if you get an eight percent or ten or five or whatever it is tiger's playing in three tournaments or four maybe and only majors, and he's not making cuts or make half. He's not making money. He needs to make money. Right. Let, yeah. Let's keep it real, Todd. And, Joe, Joe ain't broke. Those, he's made a lot of money off of yeah. Tiger. 
Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll if, he, if he broke, that means he a bad investment. <laughs> but, or he went to the Ollie School of Gambling. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> You don't think Tiger was kicking him down a little something, something? Yeah. Well, no, of course he, I mean, he, Joe had a big salary, and then he was getting, you know, a commission on, you know, on, on plays, or loops, rather. So, I mean, it's a – but Tiger's Tiger's Tiger. You know, and he's got his own personality, and, you know, he wants somebody who's not going to be sitting there being judgy or he's going to be sitting there acting, you know, being goofy or saying something slick on the side. Yeah, it's so, good you know, Joe left because – it's not like Tiger was needs to retire. Joe, he's still he's a caddy, so you can carry the bag forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I, but you gotta gotta remember you gotta remember that those guys he bags for need to make the cut and win too. Because you don't make the cut, then you're you don't get you, know, paid. you just well, for free. getting paid all the time. He's not he's making the cut every time. Yeah, he keeps yeah, he keeps losing money though when I bet on him. So, so that's <laughs> oh, <laughs> here we go. There's no mystery why there's no mystery why people lose when you bet on them, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, hey man, like like Ty, you were saying, like I, I mean, I'm gonna um, kind of echo what everybody was kind of saying. The man's got to go make money. You want to be able to. I mean, if that's your profession, you don't want to be kind of waiting on the next tournament to go out there and, and and grab the bag if that's what you like to do. So, you know. It's, we'll see if it. We'll see if this uh, dude can help Patrick hurry the fuck up, though. Oh, <laughs> come on, man! Play. I just got a text message, and uh, Tony Finau told me to say thank you, Ali. Thank you for not betting on. Him. <laughs> 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 you know the funny thing is that weekend, that weekend, that very last weekend, I was like, "Now nah, I'm not gonna pick him because he's going against John Ram." I looked like avoid that whole group altogether, and then the group I went by, just. Idiots just fucked off. Of <laughs> you know? So yeah, the the curse the curse continues. Thank you for your donation. <laughs> and it's not a curse; it's, it's habit. <laughs> a curse is one off. This is your constant thing. That's a lifestyle. This is insanity. <laughs> wow. Well, was moving on. Girlfriend up at the airport, or was it somebody else? Who dropped the dude? Dropped the girlfriend up at the airport. Tiger Why are you in my business, Ty? <laughs> <laughs> Tiger and Booger did that. Uh, that was a brother move. That was somebody who's black gave him that idea to drop the babe off at the airport. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was Booger for sure because he no. he's dirty like that. <laughs> Whoa! I ain't never done nobody dirty. <laughs> On purpose. You just you did what you do. You do what you thought was right. So there you go. If it's right to me, I'm gonna fuck if it's right to you. <laughs> wow. Uh. Well, moving on, Boog. A uh. Finau has picked up a win at the Mexican Open. Uh. I think. My boy. My boy. Pull through. Uh. All right, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we I think last week we all said a hey, either Finau or John Rom was going to win this, and that was uh, the top two there. Two. Yeah, so uh, shout out to Finau. I always I always put him down for a top five finish anyway, so just holding through to my uh, to my prediction. Word. Well. We gonna see what's gonna happen because I think he's uh, planning this week's uh, Wells Fargo. Also, um, Mike D, did you have any? Did you have Finau? I had Hostler and Finau in top ten bet. Nice, both paid out. Hostler more than Finau, obviously. Ali, 
Check with Mike. <laughs> no, Mike. Mike has vowed that he'll never share anything with me because if he does, then that guy's gonna lose. Happened with the LPGA with him. Yeah. So he like, you're never getting anything from me. Like an like lady. You walk through. If you walk through a casino, everybody loses in that moment. Oh man, dude, bro, come on now. The cooler. Even 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 somebody gotta win the cashier or someone. You need to call MGM and see if they'll hire you. Are you walk through on the hour? Walk through this motherfucker. Right. You be the face of that dude. You'll deliver the message when you gamble. Gamble responsibly. Hey hey hey, Ty. So the background is what was the background is even if go ahead. What was the cooler's name? What was, cooler. the, what was the what was the original cooler's name? I don't know. Do you remember? Igloo. No, 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 no. I don't no. know. <laughs> e. What? What was the cooler's name? Joanne. Because that's what that should be. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should yeah. be the nickname. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. All right. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Ollie. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so the background is that even if a guy is guaranteed to score twenty points or ten points in a game, if I bet on them, they either get hurt. Or they don't show up at all. So guaranteed. That's where all this. Yeah, they're always gonna fail. It never fails. Like it's like every single time. I bet on AD. AD like got hurt from twisting his ankle one time. Yeah. I bet on uh, Jimmy Butler. He twisted his ankle last time. So it's yeah, it's it a curse. The, it was in the warm up line, Ty. Yeah, and and KD someone? also. Yeah. Well, as long as he so, doesn't run up, run up the box and twist his ankle again, I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm just, but I, you know, I'm just yeah. happy to see, I'm just happy to see Pete now win. Yeah, no doubt. You know, yeah, me too. I'm, me too. I'm, 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 just, you know, I'm betting on, you know, what is, what's the girl's name? Issa Rae? Yeah. I'm betting on everybody brown, I guess, at this point. He's <laughs> not <laughs> different. <laughs> you need to bet, uh, bet. Your next bet should be, I bet. Kevin Durant's hair is messed up next game. Ooh. <laughs> you gonna have an afro. <laughs> you gonna, yeah, you're gonna come out there. You're gonna come out there with some sporting waves. Can you let him borrow your little your 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 little half half brush? There's the handheld. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, the high, not the full brush with the handle, but the half one. You know, it's, it's the it just—I don't understand that with the corn beef, with you know, with the ground beef on the top of the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part. He don't comb it or nothing. It just be beaten uh, up. Man, it's like Taco Bell meat. Just sitting there, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's really bad. Uh, but he got he got more money than all of us uh, in his room and in his back in his left back pocket. So, yeah, true. Uh, yeah, he's like, I don't care. I got I got all kinds of stacks. <laughs> You know, I don't. Yeah, I mean, man, if I was a lotion company man, I'm trying to sign him. I mean, I would definitely. Smashing some of the finest ones. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, guaranteed. Probably is. Well, let's uh let's move on to uh let's go to the Wells Fargo real quick. Uh, Rich, give us a rundown of the Wells Fargo. The Wells Fargo Championship will be played at the Quail Hollow. This will be a Charlotte, North Carolina, par of seventy one. 7,520 yards, and the purse will be 20 million. Nice. And that was Chip Booger. I, I, I heard that. 
so get your white uh, voice on. Get your white voice let's on. Talk about let's talk about the you know the field and the odds, and then uh, let's go through some of the picks from the fellas. Cool. Uh, field is it's okay. Uh, it's it's loaded. Hey, Rory's back here. Rory is back to play. Amen. Thank you, Rory. Uh oh, we know who Ali's betting on. Don't y'all bet on Rory? <laughs> Yeah, Ali picked first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Ali picked first. <laughs> wow, Ali, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead Ali, make what your pick. Sabotaging this week. <clears throat> uh, I have a uh, John Ram female. Oh, hold on, hold on. Top, Don't top name 10. like five or seven guys. Don't name five <laughs> or seven guys. Keep it to two. Don't fuck everyone's wagers up this week. <laughs> you get two in a sleeper. You get two in a sleeper. Possible. You get like space. Space possible. possible. Uh, let me see. I think Scott Scott Percy, if he's on this, I think he's on here. Let me see here. Nah, I'm not going to pick him. I'm going to pick uh, Colin Marakawa to make a top five pick. Top five and... Uh, Ram to win. John Ram to win it. <clears throat> That's uh, what I got. Good. Good luck to the, to everyone else. Uh, Ty, who do, you're our guest. Who who do you have in in the Wells Fargo this week? Um, I'm a because I'm an entrepreneur. I'm always down for the underdog all day. Um, you know, but obviously there's big names, but there's one name to me that stands out and that's most important to me. And that's Willie Mack the third. So young brother from Flint, Michigan made the cut. Uh, he's been grinding hard, hard. And uh, it's his time. You know, uh, I would like to see Willie Mack in the top 20. Uh, and if so, you know, he's corn Ferry tour. Uh, was on the advocates tour for years. Finally got broke through made the corn fairy tour and did it his way and, and, and put the, put the grind in and he made the cut. Um, and so I'm, I'm really hoping for Willie Mack to do his thing. You know, he's a young brother. He's focused. He's not on Instagram doing dumb shit. And he's, you know, really about the life and about the grind. So I'm really hoping that Willie Mack gets, uh, you know, he's going to get some coin. It's just how much coin will he get? Right. Know? But I'm, I like to see him in the top 20. And nice. we've covered him a couple of times. We've talked about a couple of the stories in the tournaments that he's won. So, you know, um, shout outs, man, for for uh, for bringing him up, man. Yeah, wow. word. He took he took my shout out, but that's that word. I, oh, I like that. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Booga, who you got? But before, since he took your shout out, why don't you grab one of those books off the counter, off the bookshelf, and get another one? Okay. Wow. Stop it. (laughs) 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 So, uh, me, myself, I got, I think Xander's going to have a good tournament this tournament. Fina, I think he's going to come back and have a good tournament too because I think he's going to stay hot. But my sleeper is Jason Day. Oh, okay. I I have Day been having a good, solid season this year. Nice. I like it. Kamish, who you got? Uh, Hold on. I'm just. Seeing the odds on Willie Mack to make the cut. Oh. Plus 230. I'll take it. Yep. Like okay. it. Um, I got uh, Cameron Young as my front runner. And then longer odds, I'll go with, uh, go with Sahith. 
Hmm. Okay. He, he can probably put something together. Like it. Marcus, who you got? I had Camion also as my front runner. Um, Colin was going to be in there. I'll, I'll still put him in there. And then my long shot's going to be, uh, it's probably going to be uh, Ricky Fowler. Oh, I like it. Oh, don't get booked started. <laughs> don't get booked started. This is for the win? Huh? This is for the win. Ricky for the win? Yeah. Ricky, go, he need to retire with Tiger. Oh, this guy. He hates A. Uh, wow. He hates and that mustache. <laughs> kind of vile. <laughs> he got wow. a white band, too. Wow. Did Ricky piss in your cereal one morning or something? Yeah. He I was a dick. He was a dick. When you, he he's an asshole, so don't try and be, He's an asshole, but front like he's not. Mm. Mm. He put some oat milk in your cereal. <laughs> nah, I, I, I just know him firsthand, so I know what kind of person he is. <laughs> wow. All right, Shook. Not vitamin D, but oat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well um, you know, I'm gonna go. I might throw Victor Hovland out there. Okay. And then I'm going to go with my man, Sanjay M, man. Oh, I knew it was coming. Yep. All right. Sanjay. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with uh, – I'm going to go with Jordan Spieth this week, um, see if he can uh, put it together. And then my sleepers are Fowler and JT. Um, so – and then I have Willie, Willie Mack out there because I, I like it. Um, so – uh, shout out to to the Wells Fargo. Should be a good field. Uh, everybody's gonna get a nice check out of there. You make that cut. Should be a good yeah. time. Um, and they upped it. Uh, we have the women's. Shug, what's what's the name of this? Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, what's the name of this? Life Plus International Crown. Man, it's a team match play event. It's going to be held at the Harding Park in San Francisco. How do you say it again? Hanwha. Right. You know, kind of like Sunwa. You might then you might have a Sunwa down the street from you. <laughs> Go down there, get you some Lomain, and you'll be good. Wow, <laughs> wow. this guy. <laughs> now you know, man. Sunwa always brings the heat, man. Um, this is a team event. Um, it's made up of I, I believe eight teams, different countries, uh, everything out there. Um, let me get them Koreans. Okay. I like it. Yeah, they, oh man, I'm telling you then. All right. They bad. All right. Booger, you got a team you want? I I gotta support USA, but my, my sleeper is China. I think China's gonna come sneak up on folks. You okay. think? Yeah. <laughs> All I can do is think until they play. <laughs> You're talking about golf, right? Yeah. <laughs> like the emoji, like. Um, let's see. Mike, Kamish, what you got? Who what team you rolling with? Team Thailand. Okay. Ali. Titicool. Uh I got oh man, I'm not gonna mention it because might they might lose, so Oh, I got the team of I got a team of the country where I'm in right now. So there you go. Oh, okay, shit. so I'm taking my my pick off of USA. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's one China and Korea. That's what I had. Uh, I I had whatever team. Ali's betting on. Uh, don't yeah. don't do it. Go that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To the left. To the left. Uh, yeah, I had team. 
I had Team USA, but uh, no. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Japan just just because. So no one mentioned them. So, Suge, did you mention a team? I'm going to say Korea as well, man. Okay. I mean, it's, I think it's going to be one of the, the Asian nations that will take it. Sweet. Well, Marcus, you got a rat in your room. <laughs> Says puppy. Oh, my daughter got a rat too. That's why I, oh, I was going to make sure. 13 years old. <laughs> he said a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Holy shit. <laughs> we've got the Sentosa was last week. And back to back, we had Gooch with the win again. Um, so he's playing some good golf, doing yeah, his thing. He's, he's hey, finding that middle balance. Hey, Ty, what is your thoughts? Just a real quick uh, thought on the Live and the PGA. So I went to the Live Tour event in Miami at Doral. Uh, and I went to the one here in Orlando a few weeks back. But to be honest, I've been to every major. So I've been to the Open, the Masters, the Players, and the Ryder Cup, and um, nothing compares to that experience. Uh, now, obviously, the one in Miami was different, uh, but it's a different vibe. Um, and I was just sitting around talking to folks who don't, you know, don't like the majority of, don't look like the majority of us in this room, but, and they were like, this is actually kind of cool, you know, and it didn't matter who you were, who you look like. Everyone was like, I like, I like the vibe here. It wasn't as pretentious, you know, people wore different clothes, people were drinking and having a good time, yelling all kind of, you know, randomness, but. I was there with uh, Jim Thorpe at the one here in Orlando and Jim's old school. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's a traditionalist. And he was like, at first when we walked up, he was like, Ty looks like the the circus. (laughs) And then by the time we left, he was like, I can kind of see why people like this. You know, Um, it's not like, you know, he was like, he's like, Ty, it's music playing. And I said, well, what is that, would that bother you if you were on the tee back in the 80s and, not, you know, 90s playing? Would that bother you? He was like, no, because I got one job, hit a golf ball. I block out everything around me. I don't hear anyone yelling mashed potatoes and all this other shit. I hit, you know, hit a golf ball. And so um, for me, I honestly like it. I mean, I'm going to be honest to say that we'll talk about this later on when I get to talk about my stuff. But I think people want something different. Sorry, I'm not. I, I've gotten. I've gotten trying to get rid of the word "think." I know that people want something different in golf because it's been the same for so long, and it's it's time for some change. You know, it's time for something different. Um, and we listen to music and smoke cigars and drink canned cocktails and coolers and tumblers full of stuff that you know we brought from our house. Anyway why not enjoy the same kind of experience? Now, these guys are playing for millions and millions of dollars. It's different from us playing from $5 skin pods from back in overalls. But it's a different experience. But I got to say, it's it's nice. I like it. Um, it it's, a, it's a breath of fresh air. If you've been to the Ryder Cup, if you've been to the Players, if you've been to the Open, if you've been to the Masters, um, it's, it's, it's different, um, you know. 
I, that's all I got to say on it. But I, I hope it stays, which it will, because there's an unlimited budget. <laughs> um, and people want to say, well, when are they going to start making money? Who gives a shit? Because he takes $1 billion, puts it somewhere, and that makes $3 billion, and then that actually extends it for another three, you know, three years. So who cares about the budget? It's people worried about the wrong things. Focus on the experience and the change and the breath of fresh air that it's bringing. And I think that's what we need to focus on and not worry about, you know, uh, being being counters. So, Ty, is a, what about access to the players in the live? Are, are, can people kind of like are, are is there certain times when you can actually go and talk to them or, and interact with them or, or how does that work? And um, how is it different from the PGA? So you got to remember, like, they're playing in a scramble. Damn near, right? You know what I'm saying? Shotgun. I mean, it's not a scramble, but it's shotgun style. So what happens is that you get there, they're all on the range, right? And then there's, like, like 20 golf carts all sitting there waiting for them to finish on the range. They all get on the golf carts, just like all the charity events we played, and they go scatter for the next 20 minutes going to go to that hole. And then you got to go make sure you position yourself wherever you want to position yourself or who you want to follow. And to be fair, like when um, uh, HP, HP3 finished on the 18th hole, me and Thorpe were right there. We rolled right up on Harold. It was like, what's up? He gave us that. Hey, how you doing? You know, hugs. And he was like, hey, don't go anywhere. You know, I'm going to go do this, and I'm going to come back. I'm going to see you guys later. And it was different. It felt more – I had more access to them versus stay away. There was no quiet please signs. Zero. There's no quiet please signs. There's music playing on every tee box. Yeah. So it's access, easy. You know, I mean, we're not rolling up on them, and you know, but there's ropes. Yeah, but it's not, you know, you don't feel the same way. And some and, I, and some of them, they don't even have ropes. But they don't want you, you know, they you know, hope you're being respectful. But no, it's, it's not for everybody. It depends on who you are. Now, obviously, I have more access to other people, but um, yeah, it was actually a pretty cool experience. Nice. Okay. Appreciate that. Um, it's not for everybody. You got some yeah, that's pretty. That's some people going to be. All PGA, some people gonna leave and be all live, but then you got some people that want both. And you just gotta let people live and do what yeah. they want to do. Well, I think I think just just is interesting hearing the differences in the contrast between the two. So that way you, I mean, so that way we, you know, we have listeners that are on both sides. So it's cool for us to kind of, you know, we know what the the PGA experience is. It's it's very it's it's kind of focused on the professionals, and they're gonna get in and get out. And I think what what you know this is a different approach. So we're just trying to show both sides. That's all. Nice. We appreciate that, man. We yep. do. Well, and uh, I got a question for you, Ty. Um, just kind of researching kind of what you do and the kind of vibe that you put out with your tournaments. And then just listening to you talk about live. Do you think that, I mean, you know, being an advocate for live and, and how enjoyable you found it, do you feel like they're doing the right things to be able to get it to expand to take what it is and bring it to more people? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say yes. And I know people may disagree with me, but I think it depends on what you're expecting them to do. 
if you expected him to go into the south side of Chicago and go, you know, give back and do a clinic for young black kids, you know, and and do something for them, then then you, you maybe you, your expectations are too high. But if you're expecting them to open up the game to people who have taught, probably thought the game was corny um, and now it's cool, then then, yeah, then I think that they are challenging the old guard. And I think in any sport and any, you know, business, you know, the old guard has to be challenged. I mean, five years ago, I wouldn't be wearing a cheetah golf shirt. It'd be solid color with maybe stripes. But I got flowers like, and lilies. And all why are you wearing cheetah print anyways? Because I'm, I'm that dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I can. And to be fair, sometimes you just got to be a different cat. So for me, yes, Kimish, I do believe that um, they are challenging the old guard. And sometimes it's not about – sometimes you got to poke the bear. And this is like this is like 20 people poking the bear at the same time. But you know what? If you look at the PGA Tour now, they're changing. They're making changes. Incrementally, not – you know, they fought it at first. But you can see them making changes to the purse – to you know, being more relaxed. Remember, remember when they, the who won the uh, who wore the damn hoodie? You yeah. thought they were gonna lose shit their pants, right? But they're like, you know what? It's no big deal. When Tiger won the he wore the collarless shirt. They were like, oh, what is that? In the Masters, when him and Phil were chewing gum, was that two three years ago? Yeah. Why is he chewing gum? Who gives a shit if he's chewing gum or not? Why are you worried about him chewing on gum? Is Bubblicious a Hubba Bubba or if it's cannabis gum, it's gum. But people want to complain. But I would say this, Mike, I do believe that um, things need to change. Uh, And that's from me being selfish because I've met Jim Dent, I've met Jim Thorpe, I've met Lee Elder, Charlie Sifford all these guys over the years and I know what it was to what it is now and whether it be color, whether it be fashion or whether it be a uh, monetary gain, um, change always needs to happen at some point. It's just who are you going to piss off and make it comfortable at, you know, whenever the time comes. Nice. Ty, thank you for that. Uh, live. We, we're going to ask all our guests about the live. Uh, we've had some heated debates about the live on this show, um, back and forth, up and ups and downs and stuff like that. So appreciate that. But now, Ty, it's all about you. We are on the 19th hole. Listen, I'm on the 19th hole and I'm looking at a gimme. So here we go. Ty, <laughs> we're on the, on the 19th hole and, uh, you have a lot going on since the last time we talked to you. So, um, first off, tell me about the Deuce AM Tour. Uh, the Deuce AM Tour is something that I got to say is special. Um, we have – it's grown. Yeah, initially, actually, to be – in transparency, it started because before – Owning Deuce, I owned a golf travel company. 
So I've traveled to China and France and Italy and Germany and Spain and the islands, the Caribbean and Mexico, all over the world to go play golf. So traveling has always been a thing for me and hosting events and planning events in Dominican Republic, to Cabo, to Montego Bay. So me having a brand, I sat down and I have what I call think tank meetings with friends and associates. And I said, what's the best way for us to be able to grow the brand? And a friend of mine, uh, Kim Bernie said, hats on heads. You know, and we're like, well, what's the easiest way to be able to get hats on heads like and everyone together and it's events? So we said, well, let's host, let's host an event in the Dominican Republic, which is I've been to that country over 50 times. I know it's a big number. Don't be afraid. Uh, but it's so we did it and it was a success. And what we did was it was content grab. Right. Um, we did that when we came back home and we were like, that's wonderful. Now we got to wait till next year. And then they were like, no, we got to do this more often. So we decided to do it quarterly. And we did it in Orlando in November, Orlando in January. Then we went to the, uh, to Atlanta in April. Then we went to Dominican Republic again in August. So for at that time, it was quarterly. And we're like, this is working. you know. But then we realized that how can we change what's been very traditional for a while, which is amateur tours? Um, Golf Amp, the so Golf Channel had an amateur tour. It's gone because then it got rebranded as the USAM. There's the Golf Week amateur tour. There's the Grant, um, and then there's a couple of others, uh, and they've, you know, but they look, it looks the same. There's no vibe. There's no energy. It doesn't feel like a tribe. It just feels like a bunch of guys, you know, um, who just are in that city and want to go play golf. They think they're better than they are. They say they are three handicapped, but then the tour director puts their ass in the back on the tips and then they shoot a fucking 85. <laughs> um, you know, and it's like, well, you're really not a three. You are three from 6,300 yards, but not from the tips. So, um, I mean, to be honest with you, I just decided that I wanted to do something different uh, and create a different energy uh, for, for golfers. We're already changing anyway. We wear our hats different. I'm from Chicago. I tilt my little bit to the left like Marcus. You know what I'm saying? It's just, <laughs> you know, it's just, I'm from a certain side of Chicago, South Side, where it's we tilt a little to the left. Um, you know, we wear clothes different. Yeah. Our fashion's different. Um, we drink, we smoke, so it's a it's a different vibe. So I wanted to bring all of what we do normally. Uh, casually on Saturdays and Sundays to an actual competitive golf atmosphere. Nice. Very question, nice. question on that part. What's your ultimate goal for that? Where do you see, how far do you see this going for you and the tour? Are you trying to go like the grit that the grit, like little app, they have a tour that goes around the country and stuff. Are you trying to be that big? No, because I don't think it's necessary. Um, I think if you become something that's in demand and people have to wait, then uh, you create a FOMO effect where people feel like they're missing out. And if you have something every other week, then, you know, but in my, you know, to be fair, we started off, it was supposed to be every month, right? And then my my mentor, they were like, you're fucking nuts. Like, how are you going to do that? You'll never be home. 
And then you're marketing events on top of events on top of events. No one knows exactly where you're going with this. So um, me being hard-headed at first, I said, hell out of here. And then I was like, okay, you're right. So we went from being uh, from January all the way through June, taking August, I mean, June, July off, and then finishing the year in Dominican Republic and then uh, starting over again. And then I changed that. And so now we're every other month. So our destinations, you know, so to answer your question, you know, book is I don't want to be that big because we, we don't need to be that big. We can be an event, you know, that we host something every other month in major markets. And our markets are Orlando, um, Atlanta, Chicago, L.A., D.C., South Florida. And that's it. Major markets that people literally want to go to. Um, I'm from Chicago. So I'm going to host something in my city because I know I'm bringing it home. Um, uh, Chris Spencer, Flex Alexander, uh, Anthony Anderson, Alex Thomas, all friends of mine, and they're all hosts to my tournament in L.A. So the key thing is, is don't host shit in places you don't know people. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. Because so with a uh, yeah, I mean, but to answer the question, no, I don't. I don't think we need to be that big. Um, I think we need to focus on the main thing, which is creating a tribe. And I saw Mike, uh, you know, eyes bump when I said tribe. So I mean, again, it's that's that's where I am. Yeah, I was actually uh, putting my finger up because I actually play on that USAM tour, and when yeah. you said there's no vibe. There is no vibe. I mean, playing with these guys in our little six turning around every summer in our Hard Knock Slice Tour is is ultimate vibe. But playing on that thing, it's purely business when I go play it. It's like, I'm going to make some money. That's what I'm going to do, you know. And so with, with your thing, you know, you're – so you basically have – you have a destination model is what you're you're putting forth – what would you say there's a balance of locals in those major cities that play in those tournaments versus people that fly in for it? It's about uh, 85, 15 right now, Mike. 85 local, 15 travel. Interesting. Um, I've got one guy who has played in every tournament uh, that we've been to, and he lives in L.A., uh, and he's been to Dominican Republic, Atlanta, Orlando, um, you know, and he and actually you guys know who he is. He just his name is Don Full of Love, but nobody knows him as that. You guys know him as Mayor Goldie from Back to the Future. Yeah. Uh, nice. So Don has followed me around the United States and continues to support um, every time. But. You know, Mike, you know, when I talk to the guys who played in the USAM, it's tea times, right? Depending on market. And if it's tea times, then you play. When you finish, you go home. You know what I'm saying? And then you wait until oh, yeah. later to find out who the hell won. You know, and if, you know, you may not stick around. So for us, it's, you know, it's a shotgun. We all finish within a half hour, you know, of each other. But I got an open bar, Uncle Nearest, on 19th hole. You tell me what amateur got Uncle Nearest pouring free liquor on the 19th hole. Oh, no. 
No, ours is like I wouldn't even be playing in this one if my if my boy wasn't in it with me because that's the only vibe is just between me and him. The rest of it is like you show up, you play, you go home. Right. <laughs> that's all it is. So, yeah, I mean, with your thing, it just – I mean, I could see – I was kind of surprised to hear you say that it was 85% locals because, I mean, I would see going to one of these things as a destination in a heartbeat. I, I would see – more people possibly doing that, but um, what what sort of size of field are you getting at, at these events? Um, Seventy-two to eight. Shit, you need to put a Denver one together. We'll sell that bitch out. Yeah, easily. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And that's the thing is that I look the more sponsors, the more access, the more opportunities. Then now I'm able to hire people to actually manage the process and the coordination and operations of, of you know, uh, of everything, to be fair. So people come to me, hey, bring that shit to, uh, to Charlotte. I got you. Bring it, like you say, bring it to Denver. Bring it to San Francisco. But the thing is, is it's like we got to perfect this thing, you know, and get it so oh, that yeah. it's a machine. Um, and we need, we need to show you know, sponsors. So our sponsorship model is is different. So we have national sponsors and partners. And then every market we go into, then you can become, let's say, Mike, you own State Farm Agency in, you know, in, in Denver, right? You want to be the presenting sponsor for that market. Now, everything that we push out is presented by the Commission State Farm Agency. You know, and so now, and you get a chance to speak, get a chance to talk. You know, other sponsors could be the award ceremony or breakfast or be on holes. So the goal is to create a model where you have national sponsors and partners where they're coming in and bringing their dollars and their influence and their resources and access and brand. And then now you go into local markets and you got six local markets where you can now sell opportunities. So then there's a revenue model. You know, um, where it's not that way, it's fragmented with the USM and all the others. Why? Because it's a damn franchise. You know? Yeah, there's so no sponsorship whatsoever. Uh, no. I mean, you know, we just brought on Encore. You know, Encore Golf, everybody's like, hey, what's this Encore thing? Encore Not Golf, me. You know. <laughs> Six you know, years but, running with Encores for me. You know, so, right. So, I mean, that being the case, Encore now says, hey, we want in. What do you what what can we do for you and what can you do for us? They want eyeballs and purchases, right? And email addresses and addresses. So we partner. So they say, hey, we'll be your official golf ball. What does that mean? That means that now Encore is in the bags, they're in the emails, they're on the social media, but more importantly, Every golfer gets a sleeve of either a Vero X1 or um, an Elixir. Why the two balls? Because you've got zero to 15 handicappers who can handle and perform and work a ball like a Vero 1 or 2. And then you got other guys who are more Elixir guys, 15, 16, and 24, who can't damn put any action on the ball. So you don't need a Pokemon <laughs> X kind of ball. You just hit this damn noodle. And hit that shit down the fairway and get out the woods. So we actually designed it so that we actually don't give everybody the same ball. 
Mm. We give certain handicappers one ball and other handicappers another ball. That way, actually, we're helping you perform. So now you know exactly what golf ball to play with when you go back to whatever store or you go to EncoreGolf.com to purchase your next dozen. Um, so everyone gets that. Even now, within the next 30 days, you'll be able to go to Deuce's website and purchase golf balls with our brand on it. So the, every golf ball, every time you go play in our tournament, there's a sleeve, and it says Encore, and it says Deuce on the golf ball. So it's co-branded. Yep. Yeah, I got I, I played I play the 2020 Elixirs. That's what I play. Since they changed it to the the new one, I don't play that one, but yeah. Nice. Are you taking so, it for like, so the whole like, handicaps in here? So Mike, you're a what? What what what's your what handicap do you care? Uh like fourteen point nine, I think, right now. Okay. Sure. Oh, I'm high, man. So we I'm I'm probably the, <laughs> the highest on this. On Are you twenty five plus? Yeah. Okay. But right now, I'm trying to improve. You're that. not. You're not 25 plus, Shug. Hey, I just got to go with because I don't have enough rounds in to to say that I'm better than. That. He's, he's in the hackerish. He's in the hackerish level. <laughs> but I'm improving. <laughs> improving. So right in the hackerish level. So hackerish means 25 plus. You're there. You're about. You're. I'm here for the vibes. I got a tumbler with some dark liquor or some, you know, some some Tito's in it <laughs> or some Uncle Nearest, and I'm smoking cigars, and I got a speaker, and, you know, close by, and we're jamming, and we're having a good time, and, you know, or you got gummies, and you catching butterflies and shit. And food, <laughs> and, you know, that, um, that's, you more, know. that's more likely. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay, you know, bring, bring, bring the gummies with you, you know, but keep the pace, you know, mm-hmm. put your ass in the back. Uh, Marcus, where are you? Mm-hmm. I, I won't say. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Look it up for you if you want. Yeah, Mike was spinning like that. That's what shit. Mean, Be proud of your shit, man. I'm gonna say I'm, I'm in the low twenties, upper teens for sure. I'm a, okay. I'm, a, I'm a sixteen. Okay, all right. But I'm at fifteen point eight. Okay, Mitch. I'm probably in the same thing. I'm probably around like fifteen. 14, 16. They're in I'm there, it just depends. USGA, you missed out. You over there bobbling. Either, it's either 15.2 <laughs> or it's, it's no. Yeah. It's no. Like, around here. Uh, hey, hold on. Wait. Like I said, wait. be proud of your shit. Mike, Mike, where where am I at? Mike could tell me. He's he's he, he's keeping it for our. So, but for me, it's regardless of where you are, come as you are, have a good time. You know, enjoy yourself. Uh, you know, we're not there being stuffy. We had a fresh kicks contest where Cats was bringing like custom kicks that they one of ones. They had customized by people and different companies out there, and people wearing dunks and you know custom Air Maxes and and Jordans. You know, one guy um, Nick, right? He had a whole uh, East Side Golf. Like, head to toe, you know, I was like, damn, you know, and that was clean as hell, you know. <laughs> now, I look, here's the thing. People like to get into this whole brand versus brand. Elijah Wan and Earl, I fuck with those two young brothers. 
you know, big two cats doing things that we've never even imagined could be done in golf. You know, I mean, you look at Instagram and you're seeing people you would normally not see in a golf sweatshirt, you know, um, and a whole golf outfit who don't even really probably even play golf or got clubs in the trunk or the garage. But it's for me, I didn't mind having their brand being represented at tournament. Why? Because this is an event. So whatever you come in there with trap golf or black ball or east side, come on. Because at the end of the day, it's an event. Yeah, it's deuce, but I'm not east side. They're not my competition. I'm not trap golf. You know, he's not my competition. Uh, from black ball, that young brother, he's doing things. We're all in our own lane. Mm-hmm. You know, me, I'm my shit's different. Like, People don't like so. Deuce is a golf, tennis, pickleball, sports teams, and lifestyle brand. And I, I just gave you a whole lot of shit there. But we got golf gloves, we got hats and visors, and we got belts for tennis. We got visors for pickleball. We got hats, and we have a whole another line coming out in July for pickleball. Why? Because Deuce is not. We're not in a box here. I've I've got the brand on 30 plus products. 30 plus. And they're not, I mean, do I have it? I don't have it right here in front of me. But either way, there's there's way too much money out there to be worried about somebody else. Right. And, and it is. And I'm too old to be battling <laughs> with some 32-year-old cat <laughs> uh, who, you know, who who on what corner? You know, <laughs> like like, I don't give a shit what corner you on. You know, look, I got this corner down here, and I'm getting a lot of money down here on this other yeah. corner. So, I feel, I feel like I feel like it's more like I think that the, the market that you're talking about kind of represents maybe something that we all can relate to, and it's hip-hop. You know what I mean? Because hip-hop, you can have your own lane, and there's many artists, there's many different genres of hip-hop that's out there, and it kind of explains and kind of, you know, speaks to some of that culture piece that's out there that you're – that you're talking about. Um, but yeah, if we could go relate it to something, man. And I'm, and so for me, bottom line is, yeah, we came on here to talk about the tour and it's, we go from, we just, we had Vegas, which was like Mesquite at Wolf Creek. And if you've ever had a chance to play Wolf Creek is nothing as special, but bring extra balls. You make sure you (laughs) your cell phone is charged up because you don't take a lot of photos. And videos, but beautiful um, But we're changing it from Wolf Creek to make it Orlando, so it's going to go from Orlando in February, April in Atlanta, June in Chicago, LA in August, October in DC, and then we're going to be in South Florida in December. Uh, and those I didn't hear months, LA in there, huh? I didn't hear LA in there, I did. LA is August, okay, yeah. that's up the street, you know, yeah. So we're going to be at Spanish Hills. Up oh, okay. in, you know, uh private track. A bunch of my friends are all members there. Beautiful place up in the hills a bit. Um, that's August 14th. So everything is kind of placed. So like Chicago's event is Father's Day weekend, but more importantly, it's Juneteenth. Where's that one at? Our tournament is on June 19th, you know, right there in Chicago at Ruffle Feathers Golf Club. Why don't you do it at Joe Lewis Camp? <laughs> You play down there at the old pipe piece. 
<laughs> so 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 Mark is real talk, man. Like I I was originally gonna have it at Jackson Park um because my grandfather, what everyone doesn't know is my grandfather was the first black man to actually be hosting golf tournaments for black folks in Chicago on the South Side back in the 50s and 60s. So he was hosting golf tournaments back in 63, all the way to 69, and doing some other stuff before that. So for me, I was trying to do this whole grandson comes back to the city 60 years later and brings, you know, something very special back to the city. Right. Well, um, I got to be transparent with you and just say, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, Jackson Park is no longer managed by the community. It's managed by uh, people out there in the suburbs who want to give their uh, clients and friends an opportunity to play on the weekends at a golf course in the city for 58 bucks. Um, they were not trying to let me bring this tournament there. However, the golf course is not prepared for the event that I need to bring to it. Right. So I needed to take it to a facility that can handle the food and beverage, that can handle um, the, the upscale atmosphere that I'm trying to bring to the place as well. Um, and, you know, and, and a vibe that I think that I can, that I can do. And to be fair, I love my people. And if somebody roll up on the damn golf course with a, you know, an Oldsmobile on that Saturday and trying to get chased, I don't need my people in, in a situation <laughs> <laughs> and ducking in a damn, uh, you know, as, 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 as a bunker, you know, trying to scatter from some bullets. What Marcus so, say? I love my people, but I ain't gonna live next door to them. <laughs> I say niggas, niggas and flies. <laughs> no, I, I get, I get where you're coming from. It's just, it's, it's, it's kind of how I ended up living where I'm living there in Denver. Is I like, I like the rowdiness sometimes. I gotta be, I'll be right back. Give me one second. One sure. Second. No, I was gonna say I like the rowdiness sometimes, but I like to visit it. Then I can escape and go home, and it, and, and it be quiet. Right, I like, I like peace and quiet. Yeah. You know, no doubt. And you, I, I make too much money, but I like the simple life, simple shit, quiet shit. I'm okay where I'm at. I yeah. think the older you, I think the older you kind of is, you mature. Your 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 needs change over time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, it costs, and it costs money to get away from certain type of stuff. Oh, no doubt. True, no doubt. It no. doesn't. I mean, like the first time Eric came out to the house. I was in my house and it was a, probably the only black neighborhood, only black person in the neighborhood too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then got divorced and I was like, okay, moved to another house. I was dating somebody who had kids and I had my kids. But once we was open, it was just me and my daughter. My son was gone, went back to the East Coast, I downsized. Y'all came to the condo. I don't it's need- been, It's plenty of black people where I live. Yeah. Uh, it's- it's like me. They know how to act. Right. Yeah. And I, don't you, I don't mind you being black. Just know how to act. Like, yeah. And I like my my surroundings and myself to be in my peace. Right. I just have to walk outside where my place. daughter can walk. Like my here, place. where I'm at, y'all been to the house. I don't, my daughter comes. She's here when she was here school. She walked the dog. I have to worry about. I need to go walk with her and bring my gun. Yeah. No. We, every, there's our neighborhood's diverse. There's blacks. There's Mexicans, but. We all go to work every day. Right. Not, we don't have people standing out on the corner, you know, bullshitting yeah. why everybody's at work. 
right. on somebody because they know they're not at their house right now. Mm-hmm. I, I pay, I pay the money I pay to live where I live to get away from stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, I think one thing too is that <clears throat> I think a lot more people that that are that are looking for something different should consider trying golf because I'll tell you, man, I avoided, I avoided playing golf for a long time, man. This dude over here, Emich, kept telling me this dude was on my ass for about, I want to say about 10 years, man, telling me, Hey, nigga, you got to get out here and play, man. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> Quit fucking around. And I would just hit him like the Heisman. No, nah, man, I'm cool, man. I am like, I'm, I always equated it to being, you know, for what I would say, maybe just my mindset. I, I wasn't ready to be there. You know what I mean? And, I'm glad I did. Did you think it was I, like too white? No, I just, I just, okay, for me, you know, you have white, right? I know. Man, <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with this motherfucker. My bad, Chip. But what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, hello. But no, but what I'm saying is, man, is I think when you, as you get, as you get, as you kind of mature and get older, man, there's things that kind of draw you. And this is, I was fighting it for a long time. And I think maybe some people are out there that might think the same way. And I would just tell you, don't fight it, man. Go out there and experience the vibe. I think it's more of a mindset like for us that we think and we think, okay, one, it's white because growing up, we didn't have golf in our neighborhoods. We didn't know about golf and we saw the golf team in high school. They wasn't playing football, basketball, wrestling, none of that or baseball. But then you think, okay, you have to be so serious to play golf because we, if you see tournaments on TV, it's so serious. Yes. And, And you think that's how it is when you go out there. But when you go out there with your boys, we all know we ain't quiet. We ain't shy about shit, but we we are respectful to the game of golf. Sure. In the same token, we you need to have fun in something you do. It's a it's a leisure sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I, mean, I could talk like Mikey's been on tour. DJ is professional now. But when we go play golf on every Sunday, it's not the same as when he's at his tournament and it's mm-hmm. it's all that quiet shit because you're out there to have fun. You, you're building shit. Like I always tell people like, oh, I play golf now because I'm not hitting the club like I used to back in the day. I'm not going partying. My parties are Sundays when I'm hanging with my peoples and I'm drinking and hitting the golf. I'm not it's running down no basketball court. <laughs> We're not going to go out to the field and play flag or tackle football. Days are finished. I can't I mean, kick my own ass for not playing earlier, though. That's the one thing. I mean, we all fall into golf uh, for different reasons, you know, and I think that I grew up, I, I, I was introduced to golf when I was four, uh, my grandfather, uh, but then he passed away when I was like six, then I didn't play golf again until I was 26. So, and I got picked up the game of golf because my, my ex-wife was, she, well, she is a doctor and she said, look, um, we're going to be rubbing elbows with some folks and golf is something that you probably going to actually need to actually have in your back pocket as something that you do um, so that we can hobnob and, and move in these, in these uh, circles a bit different. And I went to the range with a buddy of mine and hit a six iron. Uh, that's all eight. I would go to seven iron. I was like this. I like this again. I went to Target and bought a damn Dunlop three wood. <laughs> on the way home. He said Target. I, 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 still, I still got that motherfucking club too. But <laughs> like when you talk about like Marcus, we do things so like you drive a certain car, you listen to a certain music. As you pull into the gates of your community, 
Do you turn your music down or up? Down. I don't most of us we when I pull into the gate in my community, as soon as I hit that doot, 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 or the little, you know, it's like let me turn this shit down a bit because it's it's res- res- respecting, you know, a space. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. at the end of the I'm, day, I'm, for I'm, me, like, bro. what'd you say? I said, Yeah, it's that, but then I pull up in the driveway bumping, my wife will come out talking about come on, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, can you like, you know, not do that, you know? So, but for for me to be fair and and all of this, and you know, I don't want to take up much time, is I got into golf uh for the perfect for the networking, you know, and for the business. And I've been in I've been an entrepreneur in golf for 14 years as a and I, I didn't haven't had a full-time job working at, at somebody else's consulting agency or law firm or sales organization. I've been a full-time entrepreneur in golf for 14 years. You don't know anyone who's been in golf for 14 years as an entrepreneur, um, you know, who, who has morphed a few times a handful because for me, this is, this is not, I know a lot of guys who, this is not their full-time job, you know, uh, but golf is a, is a side hustle and a thing because it's a love and a passion. But for me, it's a full-time job. And I need people to understand that this is, you know, I wake up and go to sleep to this thing uh, every single day. But what I want more than anything else is I want people to understand that Deuce is a brand mm-hmm. like a Nike, like a Fila, like the Adidas, like a, you know, Reebok. It's and treated as such. If we are not in the box, we're not just golf, but you know, we do have uh, a goal, you know, and I'm not sure who's listening, but I think the, the question that I have and I ask the most people, what is the most successful black owned sports brand that you know? And most people can't answer that question. What sports brand do you know that's black owned that is really killing the game right now? And can we go back to the nineties and cross colors and FUBU? (laughs) Sports brand. More fashion. (laughs) Well, FUBU had that tennis gear shit. But we think about sports brand. We think about Jordan. It's not Jordan. Jordan. That that's not black owned. Majority. Well, I'll I'll say East East Side Golf is up there. They just make it. But are they a sports brand? Right. They're they're more they're fashion. It's a it's a it's a fashion brand. It's golf, yes, but it's more fashion than it is yeah. sport. You know, and you know, I think you know what I'm what we're building here is a sports brand um, that can that can transcend. So you you can see the Deuce brand on a five hundred dollar luxury travel bag. You can see Deuce on a lighter. See it on a hat, a glove, a belt. Um, you know, we've seen it on a lot of other things. You probably have no idea that's out there. You know, you can see back here. That's a that's a decanter. Next to it is a is a. Um, you can put a bottle of whiskey in there, and it's an actual it's a whiskey tap. So I've been able to prove that you can put the brand on anything, and that's the goal here is just to grow something that's that's one brand, one vibe, one energy, one family, one tribe. You know, and with one goal is just to 
be the best at what we can be within our space. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I welcome people to come to the Do Sam Tour, but I also encourage you to go to the website and find a color that you love. I'm from Chicago. Look, you see what I'm repping, baby? Bears, blue and orange. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this is a this is this not a normal sweatshirt, you know. Um, but we, it's I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, we, you know, a platform where we can talk and be, you know, and and, and be be us, you know, casually and not feel like we have to be on, you know, uh, you know, weird or awkward or we gotta, you know, like we gotta wear a hat a certain way. But this is this is what we you know, should be. And don't be afraid because we're what? We need yes, and, yes we indeed. Need <laughs> we're ninjas. <laughs> we just, yeah, man, we just don't play on them greens, you know, and we just, we eat them too, man. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's how we do it. Yeah, this podcast does not turn its radio down when it pulls in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and Mike, I respect that, brother. I respect that, you know, but I mean, I think, you know, we, we play on greens, we smoke greens, and we, you know, and we okay. drink our greens and we eat them, you know. And I think that um, what we're doing, you know, I welcome everybody to golf, but I welcome everybody to the Do Sam Tour. Come be a part of it. We got music playing on the tee, on the tee boxes because most of us are playing vibes. Uh, you come to the you, – when you pull in and you go to the range, there's music playing, you know. When you come to the 19th hole, it's Uncle Nearest, open bar in the back with private drinks and batched Uncle Nearest cocktails. You got Encore Golf. You have Italian Twine. And this is what I want to leave you guys with. I have purposefully worked with Black-owned brands to make sure that I give them an opportunity to be with me and come along for the ride. The most folks know that there's a there's a brother who's one of the founders of Encore. Most don't know that. Nasir mm-hmm. Sutherland, brother, founder. On his business card, it says founder, Encore Golf. Him and Brett Blakely uh, are, are grew up together playing basketball, middle school. You know, Italian Twine, black-owned watch company out of Atlanta. I, I have one of those watches. You know, dope watches. They do a great, fantastic job. Uncle Nearest, also black-owned. Tolero Tequila, black-owned, out of Atlanta. So, you know, the if we can, we should. If we if, if we should, we I feel like I'm indebted to, because if I'm not responsible enough to bring other folks along, if I get in the door and I close the door behind me, shame on me. You shitty person, exactly. The shitty guy, <laughs> but I'm. The, but I, I don't just put my foot in the door because you know, leave it open a little bit. Like no, I'm, I'm holding the door like I'm waiting on my mom. Open the windows and the back door too. <laughs> you know, because sometimes we gotta come in the windows <laughs> a little bit. But I don't want us to feel that way, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like the first black-owned business to be in golf in the PGA Tour superstores. And Edward Watts and Worldwide Golf Shops and Roger Dunn's across the United States. It's a proud moment. You know, mm-hmm. you, you go into a PGA Tour Superstore, you look around, you're not seeing black-owned companies in there. Except for me. 
Right. And if you go to Charlotte and Harrisburg, you'll see Buckafogie. Yep. But other than that, that's it. Worldwide golf shops, Roger Dunn out there in LA. You're not Santa Ana, not gonna see anybody but me. But it's it's unfortunate, but we have to grow our brands, find capital, get the support. Because if not, we'll just be that man, that was a really nice brand. Whatever happened to them guys? Generational wealth. Generational wealth. I mean, but we don't most of us don't come from that book. You know, no, I'm saying that you're, you're building generational wealth for your I'm building, yes. However, and that's what I'm saying. We we as a people need to build build that generational wealth that was never given to us before. Because most of us spend it on the people who already built it that don't look like us. But that's all right. And most topic. of us well, and, and, yeah, it is. Yeah. Us us as a people have a chance to build that now. Because our grandparents and grandparents and grandparents were never given that. It was always taken from us. So if we have a chance to build and grow what we have as a people, then we have to and help each other along the way. But as a people, we have people who have the opportunity to to provide Black-owned grocery stores or Black-owned clothing stores. But the people that have that kind of wealth spend it to the you know with the other people who already no, you're right jordan does nothing for the black community nothing <laughs> almost none of them do <laughs> almost none of them do but they walk around with you know we, we got we talk about the hip-hop culture which all of us are you know embedded in deep with mm-hmm. they walk around with matches around their neck mm-hmm. i mean they walk around with a couple million dollars on that's that's longer shit. Five, five hands together with that type of wealth can create something mm-hmm. long lasting for 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 the black community. And I think some I think some people realize that over time. And it's more it's more about look what I got. Yeah. Well, I will say this, Ty. I appreciate you. No doubt. Doing your thing, coming on, chatting with us, uh, you know, uh, inspiring us, um, and and. We're gonna to try to get some of the Negroes in your tournaments for sure on this no from this podcast. <laughs> High handicap. I, I will be. I will get your know. information if you about the LA event. Yeah, August fourteenth. Uh, just do samtour.com. Go there, click on tournaments. Uh, they're all listed. You can find whatever location you want. I think we're still waiting on the lock in DC and uh, South Florida, but you can go register right now for Chicago. And you can register for LA. Uh, and what was the website now, again? One more time. Deuceamtour.com. Perfect. Right well, I appreciate you, Ty. Uh, great catching nah, up. Um, but now, let's get into uh, our big topic real quick. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, this hate section of the week. Um, I'm I'm going to give us uh a uh, little feedback real quick that we've we received. So Booga uh Booga is going to be like Marcus on Boomerang holding the sheets. He sounds like he's in love. That was uh one of those things. Booga, what say you? I was only holding my sheets cuz I didn't want their mama to come up for air while she was sucking my dick. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. We'll have to edit that. Jeez. Okay. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> we don't edit shit. Yeah. Fuck them. Right. <laughs> I don't edit shit. So. All right. I know. I don't take it long. <laughs> um, they said uh, the DBA boys watching the DBA boys. They look like they could be part of the Fair East Side in the bathroom back in the day on Lean On Me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, hold on, hold on. Wait, wow. this is the part. You don't take it back to Batman on us. And they said, "Booger, you you are Sam's." Um, damn, they Sam's. Yeah, man. Um, Fucked up. They called. They called uh, Marcus the first black cowboy out in Enid. Uh, yeah. Which he, yeah. Oh yeah, Oklahoma. Yep. I am. Enid, Oklahoma, <laughs> a town of fifty thousand people. You want to bring your tour out here? No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to get out of there when the shit's over. <laughs> um, and then they said, "Hey, le- out here is hog farmers and." Feed and seed companies. <laughs> There's one way in and one way out. Yeah, you don't want to do that shit. Yeah, no. they said uh, leave images, uh, lady problems alone. Y'all, uh, y'all have all had lady problems. Wow, that was from the y'all, hate y'all, last y'all week. Y'all was on it for that fucking far side shit. That was fucked up. Tough. That shit was comedy though. They was on me. Tough. That's not lady problems. That's not fucking Oh man, they didn't sing the far side song on you, did they? Oh no, they did. Oh, oh well, they they rapped it. I know Marcus said a few lyrics. Uh, <laughs> everything they was on me. They they hit me tough with it. But you act like it hasn't been going on for three years already. It wasn't just last episode. Exactly. <laughs> so appreciate uh, the the folks sending in the hate of the week from themselves uh, via our IG. Uh, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. We appreciate you. Uh, we love that. Uh, anyone here have any hate they want to get off their chest this week? Hands up, anyone? I'm good this week. Right. Um, I got I got two things. Okay, go go. So yeah, so 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 I know I know spring just got here, but uh, and I just started watering my lawn to like you know get it to like grow, and I already got a. Uh, a restriction from the city saying that you only get to water two days out of the week. Whoa. We just started spring. It's not even summer yet. I mean, <laughs> what's that all about? Yeah, that kind of sucks. That's some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's narcing yeah. on your ass. Aren't you used to that? Yo, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like the whole city wide, pretty much. It said two days a week, pretty much. Are you in the, are you so in the metro of Denver? I'm in Aurora. Okay. It's going to look like Nigeria over there pretty soon. Then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hair. It's going to be Serengeti. You're going to have Katie's BBs on your front lawn. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then, and then the second thing I'm hating on is uh, this Mr. So-called uh, MVP that just laid a goose egg in this fucking Philly game, man, because uh, uh oh, man, no, uh, fuck, man, no, I hurt. How you really feel? Ali? Yeah, yeah, he I, I, uh, he bet on him. I had him, I had him down for twenty points and eight rebounds, and that motherfucker didn't even show up, man. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, you owe me five dollars, there, Mister Embiid. Thank you. Wow. 
That's all I got. Hey, you know, I, here's what I'm going to say, because my hate is kind of on the same track, and I'm just going to be real brief. Congrats to the man because he had great numbers in bead. But what I will say about that shit is that I feel like there were some fucking people in the media that helped push that man to get that title. And I'm not saying in, in no hate at all. No hate at all because the man had fantastic numbers. He was definitely in the top three to be MVP. But I feel like stupid ass uh, Kendrick Perkins with his loud ass bullshit when he came out a couple months ago and said what he said, I felt like that pushed the conversation in a different way. So, like I said, congrats to Embiid. No hate. But, you know, people in the media, watch what the fuck you're saying because it has a lot of power for the motherfuckers who vote. Yeah. And, and I see what you're saying. There were some good contenders. Uh, I think Jokic was deserving uh, better numbers and everything like that. But it's well, hard to we'll repeat. Yep. It, I'm not, and I'm not saying anything about repeating at all. Hard to repeat. Ty, he could have, he could have won it. Um, I was, I like to speak on behalf of the light skin delegation and say that I like to trade Dylan Brooks ass for anybody. <laughs> 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 Lovely. I, 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 I would trade that motherfucker for anybody right now. Anybody can have him. Uh, and you have forty points, and then you got you know that was he. And, and now look at you, mm-hmm. you know, talking talk shit. Uh, end up, you know, kind of backfiring on your ass in a in a, in a seven figure kind of way. Yeah, so, he's, he's, going, he's going to the Philippines. Yeah, he, uh, he's been officially traded, and I don't really need anybody to be traded in. <laughs> he's just traded. He's gone. I don't need him. I'm good. No doubt. Our contingent does not want him. Hey, hey, the lights. Yeah, we don't want him either. He's yeah. just trying to be. He's trying to be the new. He's trying to be the, the new bad boy in the league. And he's not. That's it's just you know. He's trying to be that dude. Mm-hmm. He need a new hairstyle to do doing. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like what's his name with all the tattoos that. The, the thing at Kobe and Kobe didn't flinch. Um, oh, Matt Barnes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah when he threw the ball in his face. Technically, technically, if you go look at the video, though, he didn't really throw it in his face, but just the angle that made it look like he threw it in his face, and Kobe didn't flinch. Well, Kobe was a stone just cold. So you know. Kobe was a stone cold killer. He wasn't going to flinch on it anyway. He wasn't going to flinch anyway. Yeah, stone cold killer. So, hey. I don't have any too much hate. We can wrap up the segment. I actually I do have one small thing. Uh the driver range dams out there that uh be giving out the advice to all these other golfers and screwing them up or sitting on the sideline. And keep, no one wants your unsolicited uh information. I watched this guy just destroy these two young kids by trying to give them advice and they were hitting the ball fine before well you should do this you should do this and then this old cat and i'm just like hey dude sit sit in your place and and relax so uh all you uh driver range dans out there and we've all seen them hey man you guys can get these nuts right and just let let the people go and learn and uh, uh learn the game we're trying to grow the game so let it be so and and with that, uh, we'll wrap up our uh, hater. Hey 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 hey. Hey, we had great conversation. Uh, we talked about music and everything before. Um, let's get into our golf gig and song of the week. Shook, who who we got this week? Man, we got uh, we got the chosen 
by my man Conway, um, the machine. He's actually coming out with a new album here pretty soon. Um, I think this man is trying to uh, throw, I think, at least four albums out this year. So that's uh, that's actually a lot of music, man, when you think about it. But uh, let's go ahead and get into that Conway. All right, let's hear it. This ain't water, this shit coffee. Brownstones, bitch, this the Cosby's. A nigga still sliding with sticks, they say it crossed me. I used to flip doggy. Got on my hip, I live far me. If niggas get froggy. So the record label, you got 48 hours like Nick Nolte to restructure the deal. Them numbers only insult me. They sent satellites to space and a trace of intelligent life and they came across me. Niggas gonna be pouring out douce if niggas double cross me. The wrist frosty, the gift godly, y'all crisscrossed to me. Y'all little niggas got it backwards. Bro, do the stepping and he not a capital. Push the black and yellow Maybach, niggas thinking I was Kappa. It's not a rapper that I fear, you niggas not a factor. Yeah. I cross my T's, dot in my eyes. Rap niggas still struggle to eat, I'm not surprised. Look, I got it out of the streets and I survived third degree. That's Man, this is a little different Conway that we're hearing there. Uh, I haven't, haven't heard Conway that way, but uh, shout out to that. Uh, let's go around. Uh, love it or hate it, Marcus. I fuck with it. Conway's that dude. All right. Uh, Ty. I'm a I'm gonna be transparent and say it's the first time I've heard the cat, but I I definitely need to hear more. You know, um, it, you know, 20 seconds. And I need that. I'm a vibes guy, so I gotta hear a little bit more on it. But I definitely will go check him out now on YouTube or uh, iTunes Music. And um, you know, hear a little more of them. Booger. That song was fire, and I fuck with Conway, so yeah, I had to give it to him. All right, Ali. Uh, You're a transformer. Hey, Ali, I don't know what's going on with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this, your Nigerian network is faulty. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, grasshopper uh, internet over here. Yep. Something's happening to your your audio, Ali. Yeah. Uh, Kamish, thoughts? I don't usually fuck with Conway, but if this song is any indication of what's to come, it sounds way more dynamic than his other shit. Um, intro horns went a little long, but yep. I'm, I'm interested to see what he's coming out with. Yep, and I'll round it out. I'll say, hey, I fucked with it. It was a little different than what you usually hear from Conway um, and Griselda, but uh, they're all, you know, some of them separated from Griselda, but they're all still in that family, but they're branching out and doing different things. So I'm kind of excited to hear what's on this uh, piece of work that he's putting out there. Um, you know, I always fuck with Westside Gun. His shit is can be different, and he's always been different out there, too, from Griselda. Um, and Benny the Butcher also. So uh, shout out to them doing that thing. So uh, sounds like we, we, we hit them up with the. We're going to have to give this one mm-hmm. two snaps up in a circle. Yep. Two snaps okay. up in a circle. We we got them. Hey, and, and go check out. Go check out drum work music, too, because that's a that's actually a spinoff project that these cats is doing. And they're doing their own production. They're bringing in a whole bunch of different um you know what I would say, DJs. They're bringing a bunch of different producers, bringing people together, man. Um, so this whole concept of culture and trying to kind of expand, you know, a different kind of a brand of music. Go check out Drumwork. They putting out some good shit. Word. So appreciate that. Now, now, uh, I don't want my black card to be taken. I hadn't heard Conway, but I, I I spend most of my day on work and I absorb uh, more positive uh, 
not not that's not I, for me. I, I, my intake is like food. I put vegetables in, so I'm listening to a lot of positive talk throughout the most of the day. So I don't get a chance to listen to a lot of like hip hop throughout the day. I'm more old school, and I focus on that. But don't take my black car. But I'm gonna check out Kyle. <laughs> oh, you just need to you just need to ride with Eric. During you know, eighteen holes with Eric would take you way back in the day. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I get Simple, it. Sexy vibes with this guy. Yeah, man, you never know. You don't know what kind of vibe I'm gonna be on, but uh, yeah, uh, we are here a lot of Conway though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're at that time of the show where we give our final shout out, so we can get up and get on out of here. We appreciate our guest Ty joining us from Deuce. Uh, he's he's getting it done, so I appreciate that. Um, Ty, any shout outs? Um, shout outs to you guys. I mean, to be fair, I appreciate, uh, you know, people actually just getting out there and just being, um, authentic and, you know, and, and being who they are. So shout out to the fellas on the, uh, you know, on the podcast, obviously you guys have grown over the last year and a half. We all have, uh, and you know, I, I, I wish you guys good luck and blessings, uh, you know, as we move into the future. So congratulations on a great, uh, a great platform. Appreciate that. Thank you. Marcus, shout outs. Shout out to y'all fellas, man. Shout out to my wife and kids. Um, shout out to apartment living. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, in this little, I'm renting an apartment while I'm on this project. And this little heifer upstairs makes so much noise. If she falls through this floor, I'm going to whoop her motherfucking ass. <laughs> 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 that's, next time you get an apartment, get your ass on the top floor. That's that's where you made your mistake. Exactly. If you're going to be a renter, be on the third floor if you're going to be a renter. <laughs> you should have been on floor number two. You messed up. No, I didn't have nobody help me lift a washer and dryer. My wife wouldn't help me lift that stuff up and stair. <laughs> I feel you. And shout, out to, uh, shout out to these young Young fly boys out here. It's kind of impressive watching these guys out here training in these jets and stuff. So going out here about to defend our country. So shout out to them. Word. Mike D, shout outs. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to the family. Looking forward to getting this uh, this tour started. Uh, shout out to Ty. It was uh, interesting diving into what you got going on and we got to get out to one of these tournaments. I mean, yep. One of these destination tournaments, we got to pick a weekend and just uh, just bring the whole the whole crew out there. Yep. Agreed. Bring the crew and set up. Yep. You know, set up. Bring the mics. You know, uh, you yeah, know, we doing making the whole thing. Yeah. I welcome you guys to come and set up and you know create a vibe and and do some interviews, mm-hmm. talk to folks, and you know create experience out of it. No doubt, man. We would love to do that. Yep. Booga, what you got? Shout out to y'all. Uh, shout out to Ty. Ty, I've already registered for the L.A. tournament. I don't play games. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm about what I say. Um, see you. See you. I see. So, uh, yeah, shout out to y'all. Shout out to Eminem. Had a great weekend. Life was good. Uh, and blessings to y'all. We're good. All right. The man... You're going to get killed for that, that shout out, but shout out. Fuck them. Fuck your couch. <laughs> Ali, what you got? You're on, you're on mute. Oh, 
Uh oh. Well, you should go back on mute. Well, get yeah. What we're gonna do? Decepticon. Yeah. So Ollie, from Independence Day. I think we what ended up happening is your microphone changed. Your mic changed between the two. So we will. It's all good. Uh. Well, what what I'll do is I'll, I'll mute I'll mute Ali, and I'll say uh, Ali wants to shout. Ali wants to shout out his family, and uh, he loves his wife and his kid, and uh, he wants to shout out uh, us going after the title uh, in the Hard Knock Slice. Uh, see you soon, champ. Um, he sound like that evil gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sugar, what you got? Hey, uh, you know, shout out to y'all fellas, man. We appreciate you know, this uh, this whole thing that we're trying to bring to the game of golf. Um, Ty, thank you for coming on. We appreciate you, man, for sharing your knowledge um, and just, just your experience and what's going on in your world, man. So, you know, hopefully y'all enjoy, uh, you know, what we're trying to bring to you. Go out there and, and follow us. Go out there and follow uh, the Deuce brand and see, what, see, what's, uh, see what's ahead, man. Um, but um, shout out to y'all, fellas. And, and you know, this is a, the, the weather is getting better. We can all get out there and work on our craft, man. So, you know, shout out to that. Shout out to my family, and um, shout out to our listeners, man, for helping us grow. So that's that's it. Well, I want to shout out the fam, bam, uh, wifey, lifey, uh, the weather here, uh, my golf game coming along in this spring. Uh, me and Kamish played in the weather with my son, uh, and it shout rained on us, and there was no pieces of the game there. It was just wild. We was just out there hitting the ball really that day, um, but it was good being out there and having fun. Um, uh what else the slicers uh the dba clubhouse of course ty he reaches out when he wants to come on he comes on he's about his word and uh we learn so much from there and then shout out to the dude that's making my custom penny loafer golf shoes right now for the tournament it's gonna be a good time um, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you feel like penny loafers like you get to stick the penny in it oh yeah penny i'm gonna have a loafers. penny in that joint with the cleats man i'm about to come in and do work Wow, I cannot wait. To see <laughs> Can you at least share the color? Uh, it, I'm going with the original color, like the brown joints. Don't like share the... shit. You gonna wear a glitter golf uh, glove? No, no, but I'm gonna use Ty's uh, cheetah print shirt. Oh, oh, that's cold blooded. But what I, I might have a sweater vest on. We we gonna get it. We gonna see what's gonna happen. Um, and then uh, sweater vest. Shut up! I'm here for. See? I'm here for it. There we go. Don't do that, Ty. Don't do that. <laughs> you so look, you come to the Do Sam tour. We got a best dress, and we got a, a fresh kicks award. Boom. So that, that yeah. any loafers is not in any of those categories. Winning, <laughs> man. Penny loafers. Tenth please. place is never gonna look so good. Penny <laughs> loafers. It's a nickel. It's a nickel in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a nickel. That it's gonna be special. You, know you got at least. You got to at least put a 50 cent piece in this there. It's going to be so special. Put a peso, put a peso in there. Come on, man. Put a peso in there. Hey, we can get a Nigerian coin from Ali and you could put that in there. And then. Uh, my- oh, man. I'm still like the penny. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I got to see that. Okay. And then the last shout out is uh, to folks keeping their head up. I know some people have been through some situations lost jobs there's a lot of companies laying off doing things like that but uh there's something sweeter on that other side if you keep Mm -hmm. pushing 
and reinvent yourself and take the challenge and stuff like that. We've all been there before. Uh, keep your head up. Push yourself. That's dope. Um, and so I appreciate that. I've talked to a few people that have, have been there. Um, and so that is uh, I just want to give them a shout out for pushing through, reinventing themselves. And uh, no matter the situation, man, they're, they're not sweating the small shit. Um, so with that, Suge, wrap us up, man. Let's get out of here. Cause we always tell y'all, man, it's, uh, you know, checking on your people, man. It's important. Um, you know, there's a lot of folks out there that like, you know, E just said going through a lot of bullshit and, uh, it might just take you brightening their, you know, their day. So give them a motherfucking call, text a dude, you know, your family, whoever it is, man. Um, you know, just get out there and reach out to them and shit. That's what we try to encourage y'all to do. Um, you know, the weather's getting warmer motherfuckers stay safe and try to stay you know keep keep the tempers down i know sometimes it's hard but you know we all out here trying to live and survive man and i know the the cast on this call we out here trying to golf man and enjoy that time so you know on that note man um y'all take take care of each other and uh we'll be back at you real soon with that next episode we out of here Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. This is El Negro.